three, two, one. Welcome back to another episode of the Unscripted Exchanges. It is a rainy Friday in September, although I think the sun is trying to poke its head out here, Cole. Cole, how are you, man? I still got it. It's been a minute since I've done an intro. You've been taking the lead, but it feels good to you have know, it back. I'll give you a, I'll give you a solid like eight points on that. I think um, I think the energy was there. I think the energy was there. It's hard to hit a 10, dude. Like a 10 is like, I mean, the 10's like 10, you know? Like I, you know, you know when it's a 10. I think that was a generous uh, rating as well. I, I would give it uh, a seven. You know, like you said, I think the energy was there, but, you know, I, I didn't quite have it like I've had it in the past. And I don't know if I've ever had a 10. I don't think any of us have had a 10. We got to. I think, dude, no, I can I can think back to one time. I, there was this one time you opened it and I was just like, it was like the, the gates of heaven. Like, oh, I was like, dude, that was fucking game, dude. That was it. Like, that was it. Like, coin that. That was the one. So I don't know if we've been able to repeat it since. Hey, maybe some of the listeners out there can uh, give us some feedback Dude, on how to, you know, achieve a 10 opening rating. Jordan flu game, but for opening of a podcast. Who's that? Michael Jordan's flu game. You know, he like scored like 50 oh, points. Oh, and he had the flu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I, that was the that was like the equivalent of that. Like you just were it was like something you couldn't replicate. Like you couldn't do it again. I hear you. We need uh, the energy and the type of uh, vibe that the one uh, like UFC announcer makes when he's what's what's that guy's name? Bruce some somebody. I have to pull it up. I got a computer in front of me. It's definitely not Bruce Willis. I don't think. No, it's not Bruce Willis. I don't think it's Bruce Wayne either. No, it's not Bruce Wayne. Although Batman's yeah, pretty like, badass. Bruce Wayne was on the tip of my tongue, and I was like, it's definitely not that dude. Uh, as I try to get us an answer here, Cole, what's going on in your neck of the woods? What's happening? Well, man? dude, several things, you know, been, um, been a busy, a bus busy in a good way, uh, months in the Hazenfield household. You know, I think any aspiring fathers and husbands, uh, yourself included, Mr. Mr. Huber, um, will go through. You know, at some point when you have children and, and you're married, you go through a, you know, it's kind of like a grind. And mm -hmm. it's 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 funny because you don't nobody ever really talks about the grind of like parenting and like activities. I don't think a whole lot like you don't when you're growing up and you're getting married, you're not hearing like, dude, there's going to be a time in your life when like when you have kids and they're old enough where like you're you're you've driven every single street in the city 15 times in a day. Like there's going to be times where you're so you're all like, if you, if you were to trace my steps on a map, you'd be like, dude, this looks like a ball of yarn. Like I was everywhere. Right. Right. Um, so the past couple months for, for us, it's just been a whirlwind of soccer and volleyball and horseback riding and school and event after this and that. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely love it. But we're coming to like a brief pause um, coming up here. Soccer and volleyball, at least for a little bit, will be over. Like we'll probably kick into some stuff in the winter for Ava. Um, and then I do have, uh, you know, I do have some exciting stuff coming up. I mean, hunting season oh, is, is right around the bend. Heck yeah. Opening day. Opening days tomorrow. Uh, so 
super, super excited to get back uh, into the tree stand out in the woods. Um, you know, whether or not I actually get a, get a deer or not this year, uh, I probably won't take anything small. Uh, it's just a great time for me to get back out there, dude, and just get back into the, into the wilderness and, and reconnect with what I love to do, which is just be out in nature, dude. Like just, just be one with myself, be one with nature, uh, get that time, you know, early in the morning, late at night, uh, just getting out in the woods. So super excited about that. Um, and just a lot of, like a lot of stuff going on, man. So been a crazy couple months. Um, so, you know, there's a, there's a quick update. I could probably talk about all these little lessons I've learned, but just a lot going on, dude. Just a I, lot. I, I guess I really want to know when the Hazenfield household has a down downtime down period i feel like you guys always got something going on which is a great thing i'm not i'm not trying to knock that i, I don't think you guys ever slow down you guys are always no matter the season all right we got this going on okay end of this season we're stepping into this which is fantastic you guys like to to stay busy you guys lead active lifestyles uh you and your wife and your children which is awesome so kudos to you guys for juggling it all and making it happen especially having young ones you know not only do you have your own personal interests, needs, hobbies, you still have to take care of the family too. I think it's, um, you got a point. I don't think about it. I don't, uh, even summer, we just switch shift gears, but I think it's just a, uh, like a commitment to what we do do. Like mm. we go all in on it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and that's like a very, you know, I've been called intense lately by a few people and like, I am intense, you yeah. know, I'm, that's part of my character. That's part of who I am. Like I, when I commit to doing something, I'm like, I'm going to, especially when it revolves around like stuff with my daughters, mm -hmm. um, in my family, mm -hmm. like we're not going to half ass it. Like right. we're not going to, we're not going to go dip one toe in. And you know, like I, I even like, so last night, so for Ava's soccer team, this is funny. So Ava soccer team, like the GS girls, uh, Southeast soccer, which is an unbelievable organization in Ohio. I think we'll uh, end up sponsoring a team at least uh, in the coming years through the podcast. I'd like, uh, but you know, I recently started helping out more and more. And I uh, was asked if I'd want to run the tournament, you know, and I'm like, yeah, sure. Why not? And, I got uh, the president of the board. I dropped off all the trophies and these flags and gave me kind of a, a rundown of what I've got to do for it. And I was like, I walked outside. He, well, I wasn't home last time when he dropped the stuff off. So I get back to the house and there's like five huge boxes of trophies, like these like banners and like stuff to put in the grass. And Amanda walks outside as I'm like putting them in the garage. And she's like, didn't have enough going on. And I was like, mm, I guess not. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like, I love that shit, dude. Yeah. I love, I love, it. I, I've, I, I feel like I've denied it a little bit uh, of like, oh yeah, like I'm just taking on a lot. I like to take on a lot. Mm. Like I, I, I enjoy being involved. So what comes with the territory is when you're involved, you've got a lot, like when you're, you, you, when you're getting yourself that involved, putting yourself out there, I'm just like, yeah, like it's going to be a grind, but like. I don't know. I enjoy it. Like I enjoy being involved and being active. And I always say busy hands, uh, busy, happy hands are busy hands, you know? So, uh, I don't know. It was just funny. Cause she like looked at me as I was like pulling them in and she's just like, kind of like smirked and she's just like, you didn't have enough to do. I'm like, 
I guess not. I, you know, like, let's just add one more thing to the list. So I'm sure over the next, uh, over the next couple months, I'll find other, other ways to keep my plate full. Um, but you know, it's just, this is how I like to go. It's, my it's, business. Who, it's who you are, man. I love it. And I'm pretty similar in terms of just living a very action packed life, which mm-hmm. it's all relative, right? Like we both have some shared interests and hobbies and there are certain things that you like to do. Uh, that I don't necessarily, you know, have a strong interest in and, and vice versa. But like, we're always moving and doing things. I think, you know, life, life is long, life is short, it just really depends. But at the same time, like, I want to make sure that when I look back, hopefully I get the option to fully reflect, like, dang, I, I packed in everything that I wanted to do. I think a lot of people, unfortunately, choose to have a mindset where it's like, well, I can't do that. It's like, well, is that really that accurate? Or are you the one, is that voice coming from your head and you're, you know, imposing that belief system that, you know, well, I can't, you know, do all of these things. I can only pick one. And sure, there's points in time when you have to probably limit how much you're taking on because sometimes less is more and you don't want to alienate, you know, especially your, your wife, your children, um, you want to be seen as a family man and around, you don't want to be, Oh, well, I'm going on vacation with some buddies this week, or I'm going on a golf trip. See ya, you know, when I get back. Um, but yeah, I think it's just really healthy though, to still find the right amount of time to grow as, you know, coal, um, and just continue to live, you know, the life that you want to live. Like no one else wants, you know, what you want other than yourself and you know what it's going to take to, to carve that out. So I think it's a beautiful thing. And not well, enough think, people live that way. They're they're like I think oh, you're I spot on, and, and I think Hayden too. I mean, you can you can probably talk to this like that. W- that is where we are very similar. Like, and that's why we get each other so well. And that's why this dynamic on the podcast. I mean, people that listen to the podcast, um, you know, are like, dude, you guys are so good together. Like, you guys balance each other out. And I think it's because we do have our our differences. We do have our our enough differences and enough kind of like you know, uh, personality differences that we, we mesh, Mm -hmm. but at the same time, like we both have this common underlying kind of drive to just do like take on the challenge that comes up, take on a new challenge, take something on, keep, keep moving. And like to some people that might be like, Oh, their life's chaotic, right? They're so damn busy. But I think there's something like I'm the more I'm thinking about it, the more like, dude, there's something beautiful about taking that stuff on. Cause it means we're living like we're not saying and granted this is like, there's a time to say no, there's yeah. things to say no to. Yeah. But I'm trying to say yes to as many things that I think are valuable and challenging and good in my life. And it's like the times you have to say no, you know, maybe they could be good for you, but maybe it's just like, okay, I have to say no to this or this, which one do I say no to? Mm-hmm. And then you have to, but, um, I don't know. I know we, I know we vibe on that a lot and, uh, it's just, uh, you know, it's exciting. I mean, I don't know. Life is, life is, is what you make of it. Oh, it's just an empowering feeling, right? You're in control of your destiny and what you want to choose to do with your time. Now, again, there's always constraints as we've been highlighting, but like, don't be afraid to, to take the plunge and try to live life and maximize it by doing all sorts of things. Um, and there's a delicate balance there. Um, and you know, I know both you and I aren't perfect, uh, at that too. Every now and then it's like, we might over index on a given area and it's like, Oh shoot, I need to make sure I'm, 
you know, spending a little bit more time, uh, with the wife and, and taking care of, you know, things around the house. Um, but you know, it's just what makes life, uh, that more rewarding and that the journey, you know, you gotta enjoy it all. Cause you don't know when Dude, it's going to end. I, uh, I, I think you hit the nail on the head and, I, and I'll, I'll, I'll add to this. And then I've got, I've got something fun. I know we want to keep this kind of short today to our listeners. Uh, we, I know we haven't been releasing as much lately, just get prepared. The storm's coming back. Um, exciting guest coming on. I know we just released an episode today with Jesse Wang. You've got to check it out. Uh, well, today, September 29th, because you're not going to hear this today. So we just, our, our previous episode with Jesse Wang, CEO of Twirlista, she's a strong, smart, motivated female founder. Uh, just story was unbelievable. Lots of amazing information tidbits relatability um i think she did a great job of like you know showing her her true self and and talking about her journey so that was just like a that was like a killer killer episode um and, and you're going to continue to get more of that from us so that being said uh there was one thing recently hayden that i was watching with amanda i we just started watching it two nights ago and i i almost called you but it was like 10 o'clock at night and i'm like like i don't want to call him it's called uh, Living to 100, Secret of the Blue Zones. It's on Netflix. And it's about this this guy. I can't remember his name. But he traveled the world, like to different areas of the world, trying to understand, like, how do you live long, healthy lives, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not just about living long, but it's about living, like, a good, good, a good, and good can be relative, but a good life up until the very end. And, and to me, he kind of defines that as like, you know, less physical ailments, less you know, heart disease, lower, you know, lower diabetes rates, like better memory, right? Being cognitive. Right. Like your there. quality of life doesn't suffer. Right. Or at least like not as much. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It's like, how do you live the longest by still, but still maintaining that like high quality of life? Mm -hmm. So he went around and studied different cultures and different blue zones that right. he identified where the, the that amount of centenarians, like which people that reach 100, mm -hmm. was like 50 times higher than anywhere else in the world. Like you go to like Okinawa, Japan was one of them, where the, like, the people living to 100 mm -hmm. and that quality of life and like the, like the diabetes, the obesity, the heart disease, all of these diseases, dementia, all of these these health things, these, these, these issues, these health things, um, that we deal with here in America and all over the world, the the rates of that were like a hundred times lower, literally, and the rate of people living to a hundred at that quality of life was like 50 times more. So it's like lower physical ailments, lower mental ailments, and longer, healthier, happier lives. And so this whole this whole and we we're in episode two now, but he went like we watched the one on uh, Okinawa, Japan, and just like Dude, it just got my mind racing. It's like, okay. And you know what's funny too, Hayden? And I'll let you kind of chime in because I know this is something that um, you've been very, you're very passionate about is like, how do I maximize and optimize my health mm -hmm. to live long, happy, healthy, right? That's mm -hmm. like one thing I absolutely love. Uh, one of your passions I love the most and what I like gravitate to about you is that like that's one of your main focuses and I know there's got other priorities, but that's dude, that's so important because if you can do that, then you can optimize the rest of your life. 
Um, hey, what was neat about the show? Like I, you know, I, I want to get the guy that did it. I can't remember his name, but I want him to come on the show. Cause it was just unbelievable. Like he's oh, a target. He's a target. Butiner. I'm looking. Yes. At okay. Yes. Um, when he, like the Okinawa we watched and again, I haven't gotten through all of it, but it's not just your, it's not just your diet. It's not just one thing. They've got like pillars mm. and, and, and Okinawa at least. And even in, in the next one was Sardinia, Italy, which I haven't gotten to yet, but he's just talking about like, it's, it's, it's diet and it's uh the way you the way the culture has taught you to treat certain types of foods and how active you're being and how active you're and how many like one of the things was friendships like you have to have good healthy relationships mm. constantly like loneliness kills and talks about literally like how these people have formed a community and kept those communities and how they're living longer because they've got friendships and they're being challenged and they're being in a community um so like the whole thing dude i like again i'm not an expert but uh, it, it just really got my mind ra racing because i'm like okay i'm doing some of these things well but it's like how do i do how do i do more of this um because one of the things i thought was like, like he interviewed like a few people that were like 100 101 102 um on there and they were just like you know still working still doing their garden still going for walks every day and i'm like Oh my, oh my word. My grandma, my great grandma, Helen just turned a hundred this past year. She, she says the key to her health, she doesn't drink, she doesn't smoke and she walks every single day. She goes for a walk. Dude, I'm telling you, like we could have her on this podcast and she just, like, we should, that's what we're going to do. We're going to have grandma Helen on. Let's do it. She, I'm pumped. Dude, she's a hundred years old and the epitome of health. I mean, I, I met 60, most 60, 70, 80 year olds you meet. Like have no, no, she doesn't have any physical ailments, no diabetes, no heart problems, no dementia, like, unbe like unbelievable. And I'm like, okay, but maybe she's doing this. Is what I, this is what I started thinking. I know I'm like ranting here. I started thinking, what is, is she doing like over in Okinawa? What kind of stuff are they doing? Is like, is my grandma doing the same stuff? Well, like activity, like, you know? Yeah. So anyways, it's just like a killer, killer topic. And the show is like, it just got me really excited. I, if you I can't tell. I think, uh, yeah, shows like that will make you start to think about all the possibilities of, wow, that's fascinating. Or, you know, well, I don't know if I totally agree with that. Let me let me look into that a little bit further. But, yeah, I, I totally think there's a blueprint out there. I mean, not think. I know there's a blueprint out there. And there's multiple in terms of how to live a long-lasting life where the quality of life does not really diminish um, I think a lot of people start to associate, traditionally speaking, oh, yeah, you know, when I'm 100, I'm going to be, if I were to live to 100, you know, I'm going to be uh, in a wheelchair, I'm going to be, you know, in a bed with a feeding tube, I don't want to live that long then, like, take me out when I'm, oh. you know, 75, and I'm like, that's such a ignorant comment to make, because there is everything out there to be successful at living to 100, 110, heck, maybe even longer than that, where you can still, to what you're describing with your grandma, you're, she can still walk around. I'm sure her mental, uh, she's still there and able to have conversations. Like I think people just have this terrible understanding of, oh, when I get old, you know, I, I'm not going to be able to do X, Y, and Z. And it's like, that's a mindset. And there's a lot of things that go into preserving your health to your point and what that shows highlighting. Like I would agree there are some types of pillars or areas that you got to focus on. And again, 
everyone's slightly different in terms of their their makeup but you can oversimplify i think uh, a few things that do come uh to mind are definitely one how active are you two you know what kind of food or nutrition are you putting into your body and these aren't in any particular order um you know how much rest are you getting like are you reprogramming are you sleeping enough at night um and again you know, sleep for Cole might be a little bit different for sleep for, for Hayden. Like you don't necessarily have to get, in my opinion, eight hours of consistent sleep. You need to get uh, restoring sleep, making sure that you're getting deep sleep because that's when your body's like at its like most uh, refreshed stage and it's doing all sorts of things, which I'm not going to go into detail because I don't know all the details, but a lot of research that I've, you know, looked at and, and listened to there. Um, and I think, you know, those are just three areas. The other thing that I truly believe is fundamental to <clears throat> getting a pretty good read on where you are in life right now, <clears throat> excuse me, and where you could be in life, you know, later on down the road is how you're handling stress. I think stress is like the underlying factor because stress then causes, uh, what's, what's the buzzword that they talk about in the health community? Inflammation. You got to be very careful about, you know, what you're doing that causes inflammation in your body. And those things that we just highlighted all hit on that. So if you can get a good read on that, that's going to kind of give you a strategic outlook on how your overall health is. You know, if you're stressed constantly, that's not good. So a lot of good things to keep in mind. I like that you brought up the stress. Um, I love that because that was one of, again, and 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 granted, like, I, like you said, you hit the nail on the head, you know. And, and, and what you always have to take, you take everything, anything in life other than, other than in my opinion, the word of God, that's not taken with a grain of salt. That's the word of God. That's, you know, that's, that's, that's is what it is. Okay. You don't take that with a grain of salt, but most things in life, especially when they're like, you know, they're opinions or a gathered set of data you have to take to a certain degree with a grain of salt, meaning like you can believe it, but you can't be super like, Oh, this is it. This is the only way. Because you have everybody's different. Every everybody, every culture is different. Every human body is different. We're all unique. Um, so what I what I love about that, what got me so excited, is is the variables, like the things they point out of things you can do. Hayden, <laughs> and you, dude, I'll, I'll say it right now, like the best decision I ever made, and you know, teach their own is quit drinking. Yeah. I quit drinking, and like I'm telling you, I think I extended my life. Like I 100% think. By it's not, not a feeling or opinion. That's a fact. No, scientifically, by not putting alcohol into my body, I have fe I feel the healthiest I've ever I'm felt. I'm gonna go get water real quick. Oh, you're like choking over there. <laughs> yeah, I got dust or something. So I don't. I mean, I'm talking water. about not drinking, and he goes and pops up. <laughs> he goes and gets a bottle of vodka. <laughs> I'm dying over here. I don't know if it's dust or what. I'm trying to. Hold All right. It. Well. I'll hold my thumb. Get some water. I know. I'm trying to hold it together real quick, but I don't want to ruin the rest of the uh, the episode. So give me uh, 60 seconds. Okay. Do you want me to just keep talking? Or do you pause it?
Are you back? Are we back in action? Uh, I think so. I was dying, man. I don't know what's in the air over here at the Huber house. Dude, I'm telling you. Probably asbestos. Mm, I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm Let's just hope kidding. not. <laughs> I think it's just dust over here. Jimmy hasn't been cleaning off the studio Dude, Jimmy's very well. A, Jimmy's a piece of shit. Jimmy. Oh. So, any, I don't know what I was getting at, but I think you hit the nail on the head with the stress. Uh, yeah. And I, I will say this. You, you, that, I don't know how to like explain, how, express this. Let me just try it. Guys, bear with me here. Not being stressed and anxious is a very tough thing to do. Hmm. I want to I say that again. Like, and that's, that's, that's the, I'm just going to be, that's the, that's the, that's the best way I can phrase it. Not being stressed or anxious in this day and age with a busy life is extremely hard to do. And why it's because that feeling of stress or that feeling of anxiousness sometimes drives us to get things done. Or we use that as motivation or we use that as an outlet. Like, Oh, I'm just stressed. I'm just anxious. Right. We, we, we've, I feel like, and I'm trying to shift that shift that, uh, gear. I've, got so used to letting stress be a driving force and part of my everyday life. Mm. Like I was like, okay, being stressed and anxious about certain things is just part of who I am and like deal with it, live with it. Like, in, 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 and, and yes, it is, it is. There's a certain degree, like you can't get rid of. Well, it's in our but DNA start- to, to jump in. Like everyone it, does have <clears throat> anxiety or anxiousness. Like, you have to have that because that's what gets a human being up out of their bed and to go live life. Like if you didn't have, and I forget all the scientific terms, like you would literally just be like, Oh, I'm a vegetable. Yeah. You'd be, you wouldn't have to do anything. Yeah. So it, but it's like, I guess what I'm getting at is letting go of the anxiousness or stress in certain areas of your life is it. It's a very uncomfortable feeling. When you go, there's nothing more I can do here. I'm not going to let it stress me out. There's nothing more I can do at this moment. Why am I worrying about it late at night? Yeah. There's nothing more I can do to get this for move this faster. Why am I? When you start asking those questions, answering them, and then trying to really like believe in that, it is so uncomfortable because I feel like, at least for me, I was so used to like, just being okay with overthinking things and stressing out about them mm-hmm. and having and being anxious and being like, I know I can't change it, but I want to change it. So let me think about it for three more hours. Like, no. And I, and it's like that, I don't know, that f- feeling of like, when you, when you really try to sink your teeth into that and practice it, I'm still practicing it every day. I'm trying to practice it every day and every night. Um, it's a journey I'm taking. And it's a journey I suggest we all take as human beings is to find that balance. And it's weird. Like it's weird. Like when I go, when I got the stable with the girls and I've, I've, I've mentally prepared myself after work to like leave work, leave it behind. There's nothing more I can do at that moment. There's nothing more, no more emails I need to answer. No more calls I need to take. It's going, nothing's going to burn down. And if it does, so what? when I get there and it's like, and I've, I've flushed all that cortisol and all that stress out of my system. And I'm like, is this what it feels like to be just happy? Like truly happy in the moment. 
it's a weird feeling. Like it's almost an uncomfortable feeling. I'm telling you, I'm sure a lot of people can probably relate. Not everybody, but tr to truly be happy in the moment and truly just be present and let go of the stress and anxiety. You've got to practice it. But I'm telling you, Hayden, it's been like profound, weirdly profound for me lately. And I'm telling you, like when I get those, like, like holy smokes, like I'm not thinking about work. Is that a wrong, bad thing? I'm not thinking about the podcast. Shouldn't I be thinking about the podcast? Shouldn't that be on my mind? Isn't that because I'm motivated and driven? It's like, doesn't mean I'm any less driven or motivated because I'm not thinking about it 24 seven. Like it's okay not to, right? It's okay not to be worrying about the next thing. And so I don't know. I just, uh, I wanted to make that, that because I think that's, that's something that I hope over the next five to seven years or longer, if I continue to practice it, that will extend my life, a happy, healthy life for me. Definitely. I, I think I'll chime in with uh, a few additional points there and I'm, I'm loving everything that you're sharing there. Appreciate the, uh, the candidness. I, I think, and you, you use the word practice. Like, I think it's something that never really goes away. If you choose to actively practice it, like you gotta, you know, continue to, and I know we use these words very frequently on the show, optimize or maximize. And what that means for each one of us is a slightly different, you know, recipe for success, but you have to be willing to practice on taking care of, you know, your stress management or your anxiety. And again, as we were highlighting a few minutes back, you know, there's all sorts of things that you can do. So anyone actively listening to us, like all we're saying is like, look, throw the sink and can have used that phrase many times too. throw the sink at what a better you looks like, you know, maybe your mind's like, well, there's nothing else I can do. I would challenge that pattern of thinking and be like, you know, what have I not yet done? And maybe you have to resort back to some of the things that you've already tried, but you didn't try them long enough. To some of our previous episodes, Cole, we talk about inflection points. Sometimes people quit too early on when that inflection point was, they were just on the cusp of it. So the people that are like, oh, you know, I don't want to cut out drinking. And look, that's fine. I, I'm not trying to go out there and tell people what they should and shouldn't do. But if you're, you know, someone that's complaining or upset with your their lifestyle and, you know, you're stressed out, but you're going out and partying and drinking, like, you know, you're you're your own problem. Like you, you can't have self-pity when you're taking on these activities that are causing you to shoot yourself in the foot. Um, and using drinking, for example, like removing that from your life, like is going to just open up so many doors for you to just have a clearer state of mind in terms of, well, I don't need to structure my schedule or my life around going out and drinking. Like there's so many other things to life, which is a beautiful thing. And you're not walking around just in this anxious state of mind, at least after the fact, after having a night of drinking or a day of drinking. And again, we use that as like an example because Cole and I, we lived that lifestyle before and it's fun. Don't, don't get us wrong, but like there's a point in life where you shift, like there's much more to life, you know, if, especially if you're trying to start a family, uh, you're just trying to grow businesses. Like tell me one, and I'm sure someone could, but there's not that many <laughs> successful business. I'm, I'm catching myself as I think out loud. There's not that many successful business people out there that are going out partying, drinking heavily, 
uh, you, you just can't do that. Like you have to change behaviors and replace them for better ones. Um, and again, you just got to actively practice. Okay. What is it going to take for me to, you know, not be so anxious and live in the moment? Uh, I love the way that you were describing how, you know, you're leaving your work at work and you're being more present with your kids. Like that is a beautiful thing to understand and be able to do. I think a lot of us should be able to do that, but for whatever reasons we don't. So I love that you're able to switch into that gear because when your time comes to an end, you're not going to be wishing, oh, I wish I, I spent more time yeah, working or thinking about <laughs> you know, the podcast. Like you're going to be like, Wow, I wish I would have given, you know, additional time, you know, at the stables with my kids, for example, or I wish, you know, I traveled to a couple of more places with my wife versus, you know, trying to work an extra 70 hours in the month of August to try to make an extra two grand. Like, does it really matter? Yes and no. But like, you just got to think big picture too at the same time. Well, and I, and I, I, I think everything you hate said Hayden is like is spot on and um, I would just end with with this, too, because I, I think we're going to have a lot of uh, people saying, well, I can't just leave work. And so I'm going to give them this. I'm going to add this little tidbit. This little last thing is. It's, there's a difference between leaving work behind completely and leaving the stress behind completely. I've I've really focused on like. If there's something I need to handle, I will handle it. Yeah. I'm not going to just ignore it. If I get a call from a client or I get a call from, you know, somebody that works for me, I will go, I'll go deal with it. Right. If I have a project, I will deal with it, but I'm not going to let that impact my, I'm not going to let that impact the rest of my night or day. So what I'm getting at is like, especially for entrepreneurs or, or people in sales or people that have, you know, work with different people in different parts of the world, you know, you might not be able to always do that, but take the time when you can and try to compart. I love Joe Burrow for this. And Joe Burrow is going to come on the show. He literally compartmentalizes like nobody. I mean, there's a lot of greats out there that compartmentalize, but that dude at like 26 years old is like a machine when it comes to compartmentalizing his life mm-hmm. going, okay, I've got a job to do. I'm going to go do it. I'm going to do it. Well, I'm going to list, leave the outside world. And I'm going to, and like, that's what you got to do sometimes compartmentalize like, Oh, I did get interrupted. I do need to handle this, but I'm going to compartmentalize this and like, oh, this is this is work. I'll get the work done and I'm back. Yeah. I'll get this done and I'm back. And again, just coming back to like trying to give trying to be realistic here that it's it really isn't always possible. And like, you know, Hayden, you and I, we're 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 entrepreneurs. We're building this podcast. We're never going to be able to just totally shut everything off. Yeah. For like but we can practice compartmentalizing and getting rid of that stress that follows it. Absolutely. Right. And so you can, you can deal with something that comes up without letting it like impact you at a super stressful level. Oh, something, something went wrong. Let me find a solution, but I'm not going to let it negatively impact me, but I will address it. And so that's like, I'm just trying to be like realistic that like, those are things that happen. Um, And it's been happening to me lately. And it's like, I'm in a, like what I do right now where I want to go in life, I realize like availability will is always going to be important, mm-hmm. but it's like, how do I deal with the things that do impact my life? Yep. Do I let them be a negative impact or do I compartmentalize 
handle it the way it needs to be handled, and then go back to what I'm doing. That's what I want. That's how. I, that's like that's where I want to be. Love that's it. gonna take some serious mental fortitude, though. I love it. Yeah, it's just getting your priorities uh, straight and saying, you know, yes to the things that are important and no to the things that aren't as important. And we've talked about it ad nauseum. I think uh, we should create our own Netflix series, uh, speaking it into existence, called Living Beyond 100, Developing a Meaningful and Lasting Life by Colin. So tune into our Netflix special in the year 2026. We'll make it come to life here. But yeah, I love that... uh, you know, everything that you're highlighting with live to 100 secrets of the blue zones and we're advertising for free for them, but what, why not? Um, I, I really enjoyed our conversation because like you, you said, this is one of my, my big passions. And I think more and more people, uh, are starting to consider this as a passion because who wouldn't want to live their best life. Right. And not walk around anxious or feeling a certain way. And again, we're all human beings. Feelings are always going to be there, but there are certain tactical things that you can do to help aid and reduce the amount of, again, the big word today is stress in your life. Um, so yeah, to those that are listening, we hope you guys are continuing to crush your own personal journey, uh, reflecting on what's working, what isn't necessarily working, getting better. Uh, but again, as Cole and I have touted, we're not necessarily a how-to podcast. Every now and then, we might push a little bit of that, but these are just our honest and personal opinions uh, that we like to share, uh, but also sprinkling in facts as much as we can. Cole, I don't know if you'd have anything else to share before we sign off. I just wanted to reiterate one thing that we can sign off. You made the comment that so many of us are living, believing by the time we hit our 80s or 90s, we're going to be in a wheelchair. We're going to be sick. That's just the inevitable. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, dude, let's flip that script. Like, I love that message. Flip that script. Why? Like, why? Ask the question, why? Why am I telling myself that? Okay? Why Why can't I live to 100 or, or even 90, whatever it is, and be the healthiest I possibly can, be completely with it, you know, be able to interact with my grandchildren, great grandchildren, or no grandchildren, whatever. Like, dude, who cares? I just, I love that message because I think, I think we're in a society where we like to start just brainwashing ourselves to think that this is just the way it's got to be. And, and I just say, like, screw that. Like, we don't need that. It's up to you to determine the truth. Up to you to determine the truth in life. All right. Well, folks, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Uninscripted Exchanges podcast. Cole and I have a lot of big things coming in the works, as Cole was mentioning at the beginning, and we're excited to bring that to you guys here in the future. Please share this with friends and family, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Thank you.